Have you ever lent out an item and received it back in poor condition? How bad was it? What did you say to the borrower? Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 48 of Tractate Gittin, and we learned that we must treat others' property as well as our own, if not better. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Chavrissa today. I like to begin with the story. Some time ago, two books I had lent out to different people were returned to me. The contrast was astounding. In the morning, Freya returned the book I had lent her a couple of weeks earlier in a sealed Ziploc bag. It was in pristine condition. It almost seemed as if it was in better condition than I'd given it. Later that day, Jim returned the book I had lent him. I'm sorry I spilled a little coffee on it, he explained sheepishly. If you like, I could replace it for you. It's fine, I replied, which was obviously a white lie. What was really going through my mind was either you just give it back and apologize, or you buy a new one to replace your damage. Seriously, who's going to respond affirmatively when asked whether you want them to buy a new copy? A couple of days later, Freya asked to borrow the book I had lent Jim. With pleasure, I replied, handing it to her, but I apologize for the coffee stains. A week later, Freya returned my book once again in the Ziploc bag. I opened it up, and miraculously, the coffee stains had disappeared. I don't know her secret, but all I could do was marvel at the fact that she always somehow managed to mysteriously return items in better shape than she borrowed them. I was recounting Freya's story to her son, who remarked, I always tell people, what's the best way to get a stain out of a piece of clothing? Give it to my mom. Today's stuff discusses the obligation of compensation when one damages another person's property. Let's look at the Gemara. Says the Mishnah, The court appraises land of superior quality for payment to injured parties for the betterment of society. Says the Gemara, For the betterment of society? But this law is biblical, as it is written, Of the best of his own field and of the best of his own vineyard shall he pay. Abaye said, This statement is necessary only according to Rabbi Shmuel, who said that by Torah law we appraise the property of the injured party. This mission teaches that for the betterment of society, we appraise the property of the one who caused the damage. Explains Rashi, Rabbinically for the betterment of society, so that people will be careful not to cause damage, since we will assess according to the damages property. Let's analyze the Gemara. How do we treat others' property? Some people are very careful when it comes to their own property, but far less responsible when dealing with items that don't belong to them. Rabbi Shmuel asks us to think about damage we might cause to someone else in terms of our own personal hard-earned property. I once knew a fellow who was given a company car to use. It wasn't his and so he drove it into the ground. He treated it very poorly, not bothering with regular checkups and oil changes. Believe it or not, after a heavy snowstorm, he even allowed his kids to clean off the car using a steel snow shovel instead of gently brushing off the snow. You can imagine how dented and bruised the car looked after that beating. Anyway, one day he finds out that he had misunderstood the terms of his employment contract and that the car didn't belong to the company after all. Once he had completed a year with them, the car was his to keep. All of a sudden, he was devastated at the way he had treated his car. Maybe you're renting your home. Subconsciously, you say to yourself, it doesn't really matter how I treat this place. It's no big deal if you chip a bit of the paint as you schlep the suitcases or the floor scratches when you move the dining table. After all, you paid a damage deposit, right? But honestly, ask yourself if that's the attitude you would maintain if you own the place. Now, are you being fair to your landlord when you bang your furniture into the wall and clog up the shower? 
Ever borrowed a book from the library and found yourself needing to unfold the corners of pages because some thoughtless patron before you treated the book carelessly? Unfortunately, it's a habit many of us are guilty of. But next time you're tempted to fold down the corner, ask yourself if that's the way you would treat your own books. Or if you're about to read over breakfast, ask yourself how you would feel opening up a library book to find it full of crumbs. When reciting Moda Ani in the morning, some have in mind the following kavana. Ordinarily, when someone entrusts their fellow with an item for safekeeping, the best they can hope for is to receive it back in the same shape they gave it. Unfortunately, often it will be returned evidencing a little wear and tear. By contrast, I thank you, living and eternal king, for returning my soul to me in even better shape than I gave it when I went to sleep. You've returned it to me all refreshed and ready to face a new day. Treat other people's property as you would your own, or even better. After all, you're a child of God, and he returns entrusted items better than he received them. May you be a faithful guardian that everyone relies on for safekeeping, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. If you've enjoyed being my chavrissa today, please consider purchasing the book series or partnering with the Center for Torah Values as we show the value of Torah and instill our values with Torah. Check it out at transformativeduff.com and across social media at Rabbi Daniel Friedman.